bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Okay, we're pleased to welcome on the Hive Sports Podcast. This is a, a unique episode because mostly we've been talking about college sports lately, but um, since with the jazz season coming back up, we're excited to welcome the the jazz gals from the Jazz of Gals podcast, Emily and McCoy. How are you both doing today? <laughs> we're good. How are you? <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, just... Just can't wait for sports to come back. It seems like it's been oh. a while, right? Since since the last yeah. jazz game, and it's been so long since the last jazz game. It's always hard to know who's going to talk, McCoy, when there's both of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I usually go first. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm used to pausing. Yeah, we can just. Um, if you guys just want to introduce yourself, Emily, do you want to start and just kind of introduce yourself? Yeah. Sure. So my name is Emily Wilson. I am a huge jazz fan, clearly, <laughs> and I'm on, I am McCoy's co-host on the Jazzy Gals podcast. And um, yeah, just really, I mean, I live here in Draper, Utah. Grew up in Utah my whole life, and just have always loved the jazz. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm an analyst by like training, but you know that's boring. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome, yeah. And, and yeah, I can definitely relate. I'm I I love the jazz too, and and I we know that McCoy does. So so McCoy, tell us a little bit about yourself and and your jazz fandom. Hi, I'm McCoy, and I'm a jazz fan. <laughs> um, Hi, McCoy. So, <laughs> yeah, so I live in St. George. I'm a Southern Utah girl. I grew up in Tropic, Utah, over by Bryce Canyon, um, and I I love the jazz my whole life. I think I was born into it, so it's something that I have in common with my grandpa. Love talking basketball with him, and yeah, that's that's me. I, I try to make it up to basketball games at least once a month, and I was doing really well there until the pandemic hit. Uh, so I've noticed that in, in your podcast, you, it's kind of different from because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and you know David Locke on Locked On Jazz. He's all about the stats and the geeky numbers, which I I, I kind of like sometimes. But I like how yours you talk about interesting things like comparing jazz players to Disney characters. Or today I was listening to something you were talking about dating and taking the jazz in, in your last one about taking guys to to jazz games and. That kind of brought back some memories because my wife and I, when we first met, that was one of the things I liked to do. And ironically, she, um, when I, I, I keep a tally of all the games I've been to, and then the games I've gone with her, I think we've won 14 games and only lost two. So she's definitely a good luck charm there. Oh dang, yeah, we should make sure she's at all the games. <laughs> yeah, I mean 90 percent, I mean or 80 something percent, one percentage that would put us right at the top. <laughs> Yeah, so. that's that's a pretty impressive streak. McCoy has the opposite problem where they've like lost yeah. all the games that she's gone to. Oh wow! <laughs> I had McCoy, a bad how many, this year. McCoy, how many games? 
because I, I, I bet you've been to a lot of games over the years. It sounds like you go pretty often. Yeah, so um, this was, you know, it hasn't always been this bad, but I bought a ticket package this year, and I think I was like, what, five wins or or five losses and three wins or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's not as bad as I remember, so that's not terrible. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. I was at the, I think I can, I can think of the wins. So I saw the Pacers win and the, the, uh, Bucks win, and nice. maybe it was just two. No, yes. Oh dear, <laughs> maybe it is worse. Than it's hard to remember. <laughs> it's hard to remember. Like I'm actually really impressed with you, Dan, that you like keep a tally of them. Maybe I should do that because when I because I have season tickets, so I feel like I go a lot, and so they all kind kind of like start to blur together, <laughs> and so it's like hard to keep track of it all. So I need to be better about keeping track of, you know, the wins and the losses and which ones I go to and which ones. I, I mean, the particularly memorable ones are obviously easy to remember. But, um, yeah, I need to start doing that. Maybe I'll keep a little note on my phone with, like, my favorite moment from every jazz game that I go to just so that, you know, yeah. keep track of it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I have a, a note in my my phone I keep so many like detailed stats of like who the leading scorer was and and yeah like I was saying the the record when my wife goes and the reason I kind of started doing that is I have a goal to see every NBA team and I think so far I've seen like 22 or 23 teams I've seen a couple teams more than once but I think it'd be cool to see all of them someday but I imagine McCoy you've probably seen at least half of them over the years or more (laughs) Yeah, you know, now that I think of it, I think I have seen almost every team. I'd have to go back and look, though. I think I'm pretty we close. We should do that, McCoy. We should do because, yeah, I, yeah, I also feel like I would be pretty close. Um, but it's I've never thought about it. Dan, this is, like, so great. <laughs> I'm thinking of all these new, like, bucket list items I can create. But, um, yeah, we should we should go through and check them off sometime. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. That'd be I definitely listened to that episode for sure because, well, I, I guess for me, most, like I was saying, I didn't really start growing up in Logan. I, I when we first moved there, I went and saw like one or two games in, in the year 2000 when we were kind of past our peak a little bit, but we we're still pretty good. And then I didn't see any games until like 2014, 2015. And so I went through a, a break and, and that was probably a good time to miss. I mean, there was a couple of times I wish I would have gone the year we got to the Western Conference Finals, but um, in 2007. But um, yeah, the last five years have definitely been fun with my wife because the Jazz have kind of. They, they, I mean, we were, we were kind of spoiled for a while with Stockton and Malone, and and then we had that little mm-hmm. dry spell, and so now now it's a great time to be a Jazz fan for sure. Yeah, McCoy's the real diehard here because I'm kind of like you. I watched them all growing up, and. Then during, like, the Boozer-Williams era and, like, the most of the Hayward era, I was very much a casual jazz fan and only went to a, hand, a handful of games. And then I, like, kind of on a whim got season tickets that first year that we made the playoffs against where we, when we played the Clippers and have been low-key or probably high-key obsessed since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so I didn't have to survive those 
those years, McCoy. <laughs> Did you go up to James <laughs> a lot during that time as well? Or were you Yeah. Was it more Yeah. Yeah, so when I was um in high school, I think I was lucky if I got to go to one game a season up there just because okay. I didn't have any money <laughs> or else, you know, I, I couldn't drive. Like, so that's kind of, but when I got to college, I saved up and I could maybe go to two or three games. Um, but, you know, it's just now that I have a job and a career and like I'm more stable financially, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. than it used to be. Yes. You can spend your money how you want now, not how you have Heck to. Yeah. I'm an adult. I do what I want. Yeah. Well, and so McCoy and I were supposed to go to the Phoenix Suns game in Arizona in April. And that was that you're going to be your first time seeing the Jazz on the road, McCoy? Was it supposed to be? Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was only going to be my second time because that's kind of become my goal is I want to see the Jazz play in every arena in the NBA. And so I'm going to try and make that happen. And I got a good start, and I went to Portland in January and then was really excited to go with McCoy in April. But then, you know, the pandemic. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. I'm tired of talking about it, but it has so many far-reaching effects. And that was one of the sadder ones for me. <laughs> me too. Oh, I guess I'll ask you both two questions. So we'll start with McCoy. I, I know she, she has a lot of different favorite players on and off mm-hmm. of the Jazz, but McCoy, who's your favorite all-time jazz player and who's your favorite current jazz player? Uh, so all-time, I would have to go with John Stockton. He's um, just someone that I've idolized for a long time, just beginning with when I started to fall in love with the jazz as a, as a kid. And I, when I played basketball in high school, I, I was the assister. So I really related to John <laughs> Stockton, even though I, I couldn't get his record. But I was very close. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just loved his style. Um just I and then I, I finally got his I got his autograph. I had a similar experience like you had. I went to um he when he wrote his book because you know, he doesn't love to do autographs and stuff, so it was kind of cool to have him write a book and then come do an autograph session. I was like thirty people ahead of me when he stopped doing autographs at City Creek. So I had to come back the next day to the um arena and wait in line and I was I came really early and I was like the sixth person person in line I had this whole spiel I was going to say to him I got there and I got up there and I just it was just like blank I was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> he's like how are you doing uh, and I was like oh oh he's so yes yes oh my gosh that makes me love him so much <laughs> I think he thought it, I, he was like wow she is there's something wrong, so I'll just be nice. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a, a long story of telling you that John's my favorite. And current, I am a big Rudy Gobert fan. I have been for a long time. I actually wrote, I was looking at my, my blog, and um, I wrote a blog post called A Love Letter to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I need to, like, update this. But um, it was kind of when he was starting to come, you know, come into his own and become the defensive powerhouse he is. But yeah, he is he is my favorite, and I will I will defend him as Emily knows very strongly. Yes, and I will support you in his defense. Yes, that is good <laughs> because he is definitely underrated. Like, like it just baffled me that he didn't make the All Star um, 
team, his first, um, or was it his first or was it his second defensive player of the year? I think it was after his second defensive player of the year, he'd, he'd been, he was defending one and he was about to win another one and he still didn't make it. And like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not a slouch on the offensive end either when you look at his, I mean, getting into the stats again, the, the pick and roll numbers are, are pretty good and all the shots he alters, but he does a lot of the things that maybe other people don't realize. Maybe some of the stuff doesn't show up in the stats, not like, mm-hmm. like his points and stuff, but he just, he like you kind of saw it when he was injured the Donovan's rookie year, the Jazz were what, like 19 and 28. And then he made the tweet and said like, we will be fine. And then they just go on this yep. like historic run. Like like you, you probably have never seen, they were, they were going through like past teams, like teams that are 19 and 28 usually don't, make the playoffs and they and they usually don't win like like 27 of their last 32 games so when he's on the court the Jazz definitely have a good chance to win for sure yes for sure but why we love but, him yeah. the Tem Rudy Gobert <laughs> <laughs> so Emily what about who, who are your favorites um all-time and current so all-time my favorite player is Derek Favors I have a very deep, wide chasm in my heart for him, and I'm sad that he's gone. And actually, today is his birthday, and I wished him happy birthday, and he liked my tweet. And so I'm just, like, over the moon right now, which I know is, like, so stupid because it's, like, just, like, a like of a tweet. But it's, like, okay, he saw what I had to say. He knew I existed for one split second, and that brought a lot of joy to my life today. So um, Derek Favors is definitely my favorite all time. He's just... He's just a sweet, good person, and he and when he was on the Jazz, he was just kind of like a steady contributor, and just like did whatever was asked of him, um, even though sometimes that was maybe beneath his like privilege a little bit. And I just, I don't know, I really respect him for that. So love me some Derek Favors, and then right now I'm totally gonna cheat, and I'm in the list three, but um, I love Boyan Bogdanovich very deeply, and I'm very sad that he is injured and not with the team right now. And then I feel like it's hard to exclude Joe Ingles from, like, my favorite player conversation just because I love that he's just so snarky and so funny and so affable and just, like, gets along with everybody but, like, kind of is mean to everybody. Like, I just wish that I kind of had, like, that kind of charisma. So I really love him. And then I'm with McCoy. I'm just lately, especially with Rudy being kind of under attack and also being so vulnerable in response to those attacks, he is just, like, made giant strides in, like, my fandom for him. So I'm definitely um, a big Rudy stan these days. So excited to see what the team puts together in the next couple weeks. I was going to say McCoy's future favorite jazz player of all time might just be Kevin Love, but I don't know. It (laughs) might be a a dream at this point, but who knows, maybe at the end of his career. If that um, if, so. if Kevin Love came to the Jazz, like I, I think I might, I might die of happiness. <laughs> like I wouldn't even be alive to buy a jersey. <laughs> I know. Look, what, I no, have a, I, I have a Sophie's Choice question for you. Oh no, go ahead. Okay, and then I'll ask it. No, you go ahead, and then I'll ask it. Oh no, I wasn't gonna say anything. You're good. Okay, sorry. So if we had to give up Rudy Gobert to obtain Kevin Love, would you do it? Oh, probably not. 
Oh, okay. So basketball loyalty yeah. trumps handsome loyalty. Yes, and Rudy is, you know, look, have you seen his beard? Like, I mean, he, <laughs> he is right. Rudy is very handsome. Bit, I think. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that would be um, quite the, the story if that happened. But, um, yeah, yeah, we definitely <laughs> love Rudy. He's He's awesome for sure. Um, I was going to ask... Sorry, Dan, this is how our podcasts go. We just, like, lust after NBA players instead of, like, talk about their staff. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's, that, that's it's fun. It's a nice, nice change and stuff. Like, I could sit here and talk about... Because, um, yeah, I could sit here and talk about Donovan Mitchell for, for hours because... <laughs> so, I was going to ask you a little more about your podcast. This would be a chance to kind of um, let other people know... Um, Kind of just what where they can follow you and kind of what got you started doing doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So Emily and I, um, we have the best conversations. Like we could probably talk for hours and not get bored. <laughs> but I was thinking, how fun would it be to have? Because I love jazz podcasts. I love jazz content. Um, and I thought it would be fun to have a jazz podcast but also have a podcast that's more conversational and more fun and funny, kind of like our normal conversations. So that's what we ran with, and we talk about things we're passionate about, things that are going on in our lives, and um, kind of mix that in with jazz talk. And it's been a lot of fun, I think. It's been super fun. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to tell um, our our listeners to to follow you. I think it's what is it at Jazzagals on on Twitter. Yep, at Jazzagals and it's J A Z Z A G A L S. Um, in these next eight eight games and hopefully a long playoff run, what are you most exciting? What are you most excited for in the upcoming games in the in the Orlando bubble? I'll let you go first, McCoy. Oh man. I I am just excited to have live basketball back, honestly. And I think it's pretty cool um, that we'll be playing the Pelicans first. I mean, we'll get to see Derek again and yeah. uh, see Zion. And I think it's just going to be – and it's going it's the first day back. I think we're, like, the first official game back. So yeah. that's going to be exciting. We killed it, and then we revived it. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I'm excited to see how, um, after all the drama, excited to see how Rudy and Donovan um, are mm-hmm. on the floor and just kind of analyze the personal relationships of our players. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm just happy to have basketball back. I, I am looking forward to that Pelicans game. Um, interested to see where, how we fall in the playoffs, if the playoffs even happen, like what's going to happen with this bubble. It's all so uncharted. I know we that unprecedented yeah. is a word we use a lot, but it's just <laughs> going to be fun. I'm I'm ready. I wish it was two weeks from now already. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, I think bubble's an appropriate word for it because it's like, it's a little bit fragile and I feel like it could pop at any moment. So yeah, I'm also mm-hmm. kind of like cautiously optimistic that we'll get the full season, um, but yeah, I'm just really hoping that we make it to the games. Um, at least, at least some of them. I'm just desperate for 
for to see them again, see them play, see how they adapt without Boyan. And, I mean, there's been all this talk that Mike Conley looks more comfortable and he looks more like himself and he's driving with the team better. And, like, right when we – right when the season ended, he was kind of picking up steam. And so I'm, I think I'm most anxious to kind of see – if all of that hype that's being built up around Mike Conley is going to be lived up to. Like, are we going to get Memphis Mike, like they keep saying? Because I think if that happens, if they can figure out the rotations and have um, – and Mike Conley can kind of step, step up and fill that boy on void, I think we have a chance to have some success in the playoffs. So I hope I'm right. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, we can see. Memphis Mike, then I mean, he and Donovan can just take turns, and they they can both get their own shot when they're focused on scoring. But um, hopefully, I mean, we can still have the Jazz basketball and brands and and move the ball when we need to. But yeah, I'm really excited to see that happen. I wish we had Bojan only because I feel like the Jazz might might be a contender to to to, to maybe make a run at the at the LA teams, but. Um, I guess we'll just see. Yeah. Um, with the salary caps, like Rudy might get the max, and Donovan might get a big extension. We'll have to see what happens. Oh, especially with all the uncertainty of the world, and so yeah, I'm I'm anxious about that too. But just trying not to worry about it until we. I mean, I guess I guess my main focus right now is like let's just get basketball back, and then I will stress about roster decisions in October. <laughs> But yeah, that's a good idea. If we're lucky, that's sure. what it'll be. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I guess lastly, I'll just kind of leave it up to both of you. Um, Emily, maybe we can start with you. Um, what I usually do on the podcast is I let you kind of step on the soapbox at the end and say whatever you want. Like you, you say stuff about the jazz or your family or your or whatever's going on that you want to talk about. Oh man, pressure. Um. I don't know if I <laughs> I should have prepared better for this. Um, oh gosh, McCoy, do you are are you prepared for this? Maybe you should go first. <laughs> oh man. Well, or something that was. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. You go. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say something that was kind of funny with Dan talking about his um, love for Donovan Mitchell. Did you see the um, tweets about the? Um, Fan girl or the well groupie girl on Twitter saying that she was invited to the bubble, and then yes, who was it? Uh, the Orlando that player was his name. Retweeted Mo, it. Was it Mobamba? Mobamba. Mobamba retweeted it and was like, "Donna Mitchell be wildin'. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, already be wildin'. It was so. Oh, that's funny. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't and see that. She, well, she responded to that tweet and said, no, it's not him, but I wish it was him. And then, like, the guy that she actually said it about, like, was mad at her for saying she wished it was Donovan Mitchell. I read through all the comments of that tweet because I was like, this is delightful. Oh, man, I got to go. And then, <laughs> I got to go see that. That's funny. Well, how would you feel if you're like, oh, yeah, come visit me. And then she's like, oh, man, I wish it was Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> it's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> What do you oh, wish it was Donovan Mitchell? Am I not good enough for you? <laughs> oh man, it's hilarious. But oh, and how about I the heard, food? Oh, <laughs> I thought 
feel like they're all whiners, but whatever. I get. I know they're used to expensive taste, so. Oh, yeah, they yeah, think the the rookies cover their <laughs> tabs. It's crazy what what when they do that. <laughs> yes, but um, yes, the playoff of that. I think that the bubble has been fun so far. Just to, like have everyone always be around each other. I feel like it's led to a lot of like fun social media stuff, and I do feel like they're a little bit bored, so they're like doing more Instagram lives or they're interacting more with people and I think I don't mean that specific to the jazz but more like broadly in the NBA and I don't know if it's just because there was such a dearth of NBA content for so long that I like forgot that there was always so much but I just like all these videos of like like the Mavericks are quickly becoming like my second favorite team because they've just like Luca has been so funny with like him and Boban doing their like drawing the Disney ears or like all the (laughs) trick shots that he's been taking and I don't know he's just kind of adorable so I feel like I love his uh I don't know. Change your face. Oh yes. <laughs> that was my favorite part too. <laughs> so it's just well, so fun. I feel like it's very entertaining stuff. And so I hope that the I hope that basketball happens and then oh and also the did you see uh Chris Paul and the Thunder playing cornhole? That was also very entertaining to me. <laughs> and so it's just like little like stuff like that that you wouldn't really get if we were in like a normal season. So it's kind of fun to have, I mean, I guess there are pros of the bubble, definitely lots of cons, but pros for me as someone who doesn't have to live in it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, those are some cool thoughts. Um, Yeah. The, um, yeah, I'll have to kind of check cause yeah, now everybody's in, in the bubble now. So there, I'm sure there's a lot of crazy things going on and, but yeah, I I really appreciate both of you taking the time to to talk on the podcast, and yeah, hopefully we'll see the Jazz soon. But until then, go Jazz! Go Jazz! Yeah. Thanks for having us on, Dan. It was fun to yeah yeah just chat Jazz a little bit and get someone else's perspective on it. And so yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys, and you guys have a great night. Okay. Okay. You too. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.